Welcome to the Trinity Force Podcast. Our sponsor is Moxie and Zen. If you head over to moxieandzen.com slash tforce and use the code tforce, you can get 20% off of your order on premium, high-quality, and inexpensive boxers. They're made from bamboo to help wick away the sweat, which leaves you feeling fresh. Also, make sure to check out our Patreon, where we have a multitude of different perks. Anyone that signs up for the $5 tier will receive first dibs on any and all tournaments that we host. We'll send out an early access email so you can be at the front of the line to sign up and get onto the rift. The $10 tier will grant you access to special interviews or podcasts that we do. Additionally, $10 will grant you one replay review per month from the podcaster of your choice. Just download the replay file and send it to us via email or private Discord message. With the replay review, you'll get the insight and expertise that the podcasters bring, which will help you optimize each phase of the game. The $15 tier will unlock one live coaching session per month from the podcaster of your choice. Let us know who you'd like to talk to, and we'll set up a way for you to stream your game to them as a member of the podcast walks you through your game. And finally, the $50 tier will grant you a one-time guest spot on the podcast where you will be able to give your input on the show agenda and be live on the podcast with the rest of the Trinity Force crew. The money that we collect from Patreon not only helps keep the lights on, but helps to pay for better equipment and promotional materials. If you have any questions for the crew, shoot us an email at questions at trinityforcepodcast.com. You can also head over to our website, www.trinityforcenetwork.com. There you can find a link for our Discord, old episodes, and other Trinity Forest Network podcasts. You can also visit our subreddit, r slash tforcenetwork, our Twitter, at tforcenetwork, our YouTube page, youtube.com slash c slash trinityforcepodcast, or on Twitch at twitch.tv slash tforcepodcast, where we're regularly streaming tournaments, community game nights, other league games the podcasters are playing, and even other games occasionally. Finally, on Tuesday nights, make sure to join us in our Discord at 7.15pm Eastern Standard Time, where we will be playing and often streaming on Twitch, Community Game Night, for some fun pre-made games and in-house custom matches. Welcome to the Trinity Force Podcast. Yo, it's that Triforce cast beaming straight to your home. Grab a beer so we know Pony ain't drinking alone. Send an email, a quick tweet, just pick up the phone. Leave a message, hit the beep if you're a creep, watch your tone. Discuss the meta game, patch notes, whatever helps your stats most. Obi Pone Kenobi is your last hope to snatch gold. So grab your headphones and join in the fun. We'll try enforcing some jokes and some cringeworthy puns. Yo, we can make it together, people. Trinity Force Podcast. These boys are second to none. Now that's the end of the intro. It's time we've begun. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number 825 of the Trinity Force Podcast. I am your host tonight, N.A. Eric, and... It is me and my man John, and we're talking through patch 13.19, the world's patch. It's here, finally. So uh, this is the meta that we will be seeing in pro play for the next uh, month and a half. Um, 
and I'm excited to get into it because I have been lagging a bit on playing the game, waiting for this patch to drop so I can fully dive in and understand what's going on. But before we get into any of that usual stuff, John, how you doing, man? I'm doing good, busy as usual, but um, been good. Been playing some league. Finally, did my uh, placements on my main account. Oh, okay. And um, play a little bit. I mean, I've been playing a good bit of normals with my friends too. I've been enjoying playing yeah. uh, Italy a good bit. It's been like my okay. eight, new. Uh, it's the new Rengar, but AP. I guess for okay. Me. What made you want to pick up Nidalee then? Like because you want the degree of insane mechanical difficulty and the fact that you fall off a cliff at twenty minutes if you don't win the game or what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just love having that stress on me right at the beginning from the start, <laughs> right out of the gate as soon as possible. But yep. no, I I feel like this is just the classic. Uh, I played against a really good Nidalee, uh, and it just it felt impossible, man. Like. I don't know, man. It, I I just like the uh, like mechanical execution aspect of her too. Like her yeah. combo is feels really satisfying. I feel like to to pull off. And also, there was a uh, I played a game recently where um, I was playing Italy, playing against Elise in level one. We're invading, and uh, I hit three spears in a row. Like one of them was max range, I think, on this this Elise in. And he was like one third HP, and we just ended up killing him. And I was like, "Wow, this just like it's just so fun." I don't know. You could do so much stuff. Uh, I love stuff where you're like playing out of vision too. Like she does a lot of playing in the bushes, which I like. Yeah, similar to Rengar, but I don't know. Like she, in my opinion, she's good right now too. I mean, she feels pretty good. I, I think to play, she's pretty decent. I think. Yeah, she is very hard. Yeah, she does fall off if you don't uh, get the game going. I mean, I don't know. I think she's just a fun character to play, honestly. But she is really hard. But then there's also the games I play where it's like, just feels just terrible. I feel like you make one or two mistakes, and it's just like bad mistakes, and it's the game's really hard. But I don't know. I, I enjoy playing her, so I just think she's fun. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I haven't seen that much of her in ranked at all. I guess I haven't played that much ranked lately. But um, in norms, I've seen her a bit, and obviously she's a staple in ARAM. Um, but I'm surprised she's doing as well as she is. She's at like almost like right now on this patch in Emerald Plus, she's fifty percent win rate. Like okay, point yeah, forty nine point nine seven, which is very crazy for her. for her level of mechanical difficulty yes. and the fact that she's a. She gets so much better as you climb up the ranks. Yeah, yeah, and I think she gets harder to play as you climb too, because people are just way—they know what to expect and can anticipate your, like either your combo or your spear. Um, it's way harder. I don't know. Even the, I just feel like there's some days where the spears are just—they feel so good, and then some days where I'm like, "Wow, I cannot play this right now at all." Yeah, but. Yeah, I mean, mainly I just played her because thought she was fun. I mean, that's the best reason of all to play anyone. So that sounds great. What about you, Eric? I uh, I, I feel so clunky when I play her though. I only have a player in ARM every once in a while, but God, it feels so clunky. <laughs> Unless I go like on hit in Italy full attack speed, then I'm like, okay, I can do this. I can auto space. 
Yeah, I, I don't know. I like when you get the big spear, oof, it just feels so good, man. It really does. And then when you can just follow it up with the, the cougar full combo, it just feels so yeah, good. Yeah, I played a game yesterday, uh, and there was a Nidalee on the other team, and I was playing Zoe, so it was... I mean, Nidalee never really... Came. We smashed in bottom lane, Um I mean, it was community night, but yeah, we smashed in their bottom lane. Uh, it was in a norms game, though. We weren't playing against other, um, other fellow TFN community members. Uh, yeah, we destroyed their bot lane, and then uh, I was able to just kind of run around the map and do Zoe things as much as I wanted, yeah. which was fantastic. We did end up losing the game, but Nidalee felt like she was... Eh, okay, she, she was fine. I don't know. I'm never f afraid when I see a Nidalee just because I'm not playing in like Grandmaster or anything like that. And it's rare to run into, like in Norms, I'll run into people that are in High Diamond or Master sometimes, but never like Nidalee mains. If you run into a Nidalee main, then it's a lot scarier yeah, to face. Yeah, I've played that. I think I played someone who was like a two trick and Nidalee was one of the champions. And it was like, I was like, holy shit. Yeah. It's, uh, this feels insane. Yeah, I mean, he was, yeah. like, hitting everything. His spear, I mean, his traps were super good. Trap placement. Mm -hmm. Just, yeah. I like the, uh, having the, uh, the Cougar Ws, I like a lot as well. I mean, anything where you can jump over a wall like that, I just, and it's on such a low cooldown. Super nice. The way that her cougar form like hop works as well feels very like older style of league coding because it's in the direction you're facing. It's not towards your mouse, yep. which takes some getting used to yep. it as well. Because yeah. Riven used to be like that. Her cues would only go in the direction of where she was facing, so you'd have to like click, click and turn her and stuff. And they've gotten rid of that for the most part, but Nidalee's like the one that I can think that still exists where it's like, oh, okay, you have to like click to the side and then jump if you want to turn it. Yeah, you have to be really careful on like thick, thicker walls that you're jumping over to that you don't mess that up because that one is easy to mess up, I feel like, because of that. Like in some of the thicker terrain walls. Yep. Feels really bad. To, yeah, to like mess over that up. Raptor Pit or. Uh, dragon pit a bit. Ah, dragon's not that bad. I think a barren Maybe one. like some of the red... Like, okay. The barren one's not too bad, but it is like, if you're in a, uh, a bad situation and you're not used to it, I can definitely see how it would be easy to mess up. Yeah, that's like a Fiora queue as well, or a Kane queue as well. I've messed those up before trying yeah. to go walls. Oh yeah, we all have. Yep. Oh, in there. Trying to get away, just, yep, you know, yep. mess up the uh, the one thing that'll get you out. <laughs> and then you blame your team. Yeah, That's yeah, the next of course. Thing. You, have to, you have to type in all chat team diff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah. Uh, me, I've been, going back to your earlier question when you asked me before I interrupted you, so uh, I've been pretty decent lately. My back stuff has cleared up a lot more so I can actually not have to lay down uh, a decent bit and I've started being able to exercise again, which is good. Um, yeah, and then my mom is coming to town this weekend, so going to get to see her. I haven't seen her since, uh, I think, Christmas, so that'll be nice. 
Um, yeah, and uh, there's we're probably going to go to uh, there's 150th anniversary of the Coors Brewery um, in like out a little bit west of Denver. And we're going to try and go over there. It's supposed to be like, I think they're going to shut down like the whole town where it's in and just basically take over the whole place. It should be sick. Uh, that's my guess. I haven't actually looked into like the itinerary yet at all, but I'm definitely excited to see it. That sounds awesome. Yeah. That and then going to go maybe to the Botanical Gardens again. I don't know. We'll, we'll figure out what we're going to do, but it'll just be nice to see her. So, nice. yeah. Um, yeah, game's been going well. I finally got around to finishing Jedi Survivor. Um, I was pretty close, but I just stopped playing it for a bit, but then I finally got around to finishing it. And I was very pleasantly surprised by the way the plot finished. Uh, I won't say anything about it. for. I guess it's been out for a few months, so I guess I could talk about it. But, John, have you finished that game? I know you bought it or were going to buy it. Uh, is That's the newest one? Survivor. The newer one, yeah. yeah. I've not bought it or played it. Okay, gotcha. Well, if I, I remember us talking about Fallen Order, and you liked that one a lot. Yeah. So um, I think you'd like Survivor a lot, and they've cleaned up some of the performance issues too, so it's not nearly as bad. I had one crash, but it wasn't anything major. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think like definitely when it gets on sale sometime, buy it and then go in and play and stuff. But yeah, I was very pleasantly surprised with the... Um, with the ending to the plot and I started playing it again on uh, new journey plus and I already realized how much I missed some of the mechanics that you get throughout the game. So like, you know, in fallen order, you only have one jump at the start and in the middle of the game, you unlock a second jump, you get double jump things yeah. like, like that. So you already have double jump at the beginning of survivor, but there's other mechanics that I don't want to uh, spoil that you get that when you do Nurjuni Plus, you keep all your abilities, you keep your skill points, you keep all the cosmetics you have, but your in-game abilities have been reverted. So that felt, uh, it feels a little dodgy. Gotcha. Yeah, that would be yeah. weird. Yep, especially when um, they randomize the enemies as well. So uh, normally when you, let's say there's a Stormtrooper there, there might be... Uh, there's Rancor in that game. So it might just be a Rancor where the Stormtrooper normally is. And just like, oh shit, so I have what? to be basically fighting. Yeah, there's all sorts of stuff. Yeah, that's that's one thing in New Journey Plus. Yeah, they change a lot of the enemy encounters that are not like hard scripted where they need to be a specific way. Yeah. Damn, that's pretty, uh, that could be brutal. I can, I can see that being brutal. Yep, it is. There's also, they give you a couple of, they give you a perk, which is optional, which I had on at first, but then I turned off because I wasn't interested in it, which massively increases the damage uh, both that you deal and you receive. So basically, you're one-shotting everyone, but you're also getting one-shot. Uh, and in okay. playing in Fallen Order, but also then now when it, there's like more different style enemies in Survivor, like you know, you're getting hit decently often, even if you're doing everything for the most part right. Yeah, you can't like you can't avoid everything. No, you can't avoid everything. I mean like there's troopers with rockets. Like you can't always be able to deflect those or push them away in time. Or the biggest ones that I have issues with are there's flamethrower troopers and those things like they don't turn off once they get close enough to you. So you either have to like push them away or destabilize them or something, but if one bit of fire hits you then boom, you're dead. It's uh yeah, a little bit of a challenge there, but um, one shot or be one it's shot. It's fun to see. Yeah, 
it almost feels like playing. It feels like, uh, I mean, it's rewatching a movie when you know what's happening. So you can pick up on the subtleties in the plot and things. It's the old watching fight club for the second time after you've watched it once. Gotcha. Nice. Yeah. So cool. But all right, let's get into this patch then. Cause it's not short, but it's not super long. I guess it's kind of long. So let's get into it. So uh, first one is Azir. His Q cooldown has been dec- uh, has been increased. The uh, it's basically just up early. So it started at 12 seconds, went down to six. Now it starts at 14 and goes down to six. Um, small nerf to Azir. This is his first max, generally. I think even when people are going on hit, this is still his first max. Uh, thoughts on this? What do you think this will do for Azir? And then I guess for solo queue, but then also how does this impact his pro play is what I guess we'll talk about with each of these changes. I feel like this like probably only feels like it it's probably pro-targeted, right? Or is it average? Play it's probably... Uh, yeah, what does it say? Yeah, that's going to be average uh, to pro. I see the gold, so that's, oh, yeah, 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 that's who right. they're targeting right. it at. Um, and it, yeah. I did look, and like U.GG recommends, and most people are maxing W first, the soldier, and then the Q second. So this is two seconds until basically level 12. I feel like this is only for like Azir mains and like pro yeah is what it seems like because not a big change really but yeah and they say that in the blurb they want uh to be cautious around azir taking an overly dominant position at worlds this year uh and uh, if you if anyone's watched any pro he's been pick or ban yeah like every or, game. and like uh, like every game for every split that's happened this year for the most part too yeah so i mean i think this so. is a good good change Small. Very much agree. But yeah. Yep. All right. Do you want to handle the essay that is Briar changes? Sure, I can. Yeah. I'll do. Uh, let's see. Briar, the attack speed growth decreased. Her W healing is decreased. And damage against minions and monsters increased with her W. The maximum percent health damage against minions and monsters decreased on her W. They like recast her W. And then various quality of life changes and bug fixes. So yeah. It appears there will be a small FA. Tax speed growth coming from 2.5 to 2.3%. I mean, really small change. Um, Q? Why don't, instead of we reading every single change, we basically, like, pick out anything that's significant to you. Okay. Or, or, yeah, because there's a lot of stuff. So if anyone wants to read through... Uh, basically every aspect of Briar's kit has been touched in some way, whether it's a bug fix or some numbers changes or something like that, or um, a new feature, then yeah, go ahead and read those if you want individually. But the main ones that stand out, anything stand out to you immediately? I mean, I think the healing on the W getting decreased. Um, it's by a yep. small amount. And then the damage... Uh, the increased damage that the W normally does against minions and monsters is getting halved. Yeah. So that, that definitely stands out. Um, the second recast of the W getting a little nerf. 100 damage. Um, also that she now has a fury bar yes, on so right. people can see. Because she could see, but everyone else now can see. Very good quality life change. Yep. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And then... I mean, the, with the R quality life change, where it pings your R, so your teammates know 
which en- enemies are in range of your R. Yeah. Um, and then the, there was a bug fix with her R. But. Oh, interesting. That's an interesting yeah. bug fix. Yeah, so the, I, I didn't see that in the main bug fixes down at the bottom, but this one's significant. So fixed a bug where Briar would become stuck attacking the wrong targets if if her ultimate certain deaths uh, target died during the cast time. So while she was about to throw the missile, if it if the target died, or while she was maybe flying to them, yeah. if they died, she'd attack the wrong target. Yep, I think that's where it was. And then the other one is her... Uh... With the E, uh, fix a bug where knockback enemies would sometimes not be stunned after hitting player-created terrain. Hmm, okay. So it wasn't stunning against a Trundle Pillar or a Nivea Wall. Yeah, Interesting. Like, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, those are the, the main okay. things. Overall, yeah, small, like, to the numbers themselves, pretty small changes really on her W is it. Um, most of HS quality of life changes. I think. Yeah. Good, yeah. And if I'm looking win rate wise, she so her pick rate has fallen a touch. Her ban rate has increased a little bit. So now her pick rate is a little south of 10%, and her ban rate is at 47%. She's a new champion. People always ban new champions. Um, her win rate actually is up to 5077 Whereas last patch it was 48.04, but that's negatively skewed from all the matches that people were playing when she first came out. So she's probably around 50 or so. And for how simple her kit is and how easily counterable thematically it is too, this is probably a pretty good number, like between 50 and 51, I would say, for balance purposes. Yeah, I think so. And there's no way that Briar's... I mean, Briar's disabled for Worlds as well, so we don't have to talk about that. But I also don't think Briar's going to be a good Worlds champion at all. No, I don't think so either. Or pro play, I meant, but yeah. Okay, uh, next one. Yeah, I'm going to take Galio here. Super easy, short reading. Galio's R cooldown has been decreased. It's down by 20 seconds at all levels. So it's it was 200 to 160, now it's 180 to 140. Um, they don't want Galio to be omnipresent at Worlds, but they do want to basically give him a small buff that doesn't impact his matchups is the reasoning for doing this. Galio's ultimate did feel like it was really long, like Shen ult level long. Um, and now I'm curious about how long Shen's ultimate uh, is, but it's, it's significantly long. Shen is 200, 180, 160. So now Galio has a shorter cooldown than him. Probably suited because Shen's ultimate is better than Galio's, I'd say. Yeah, I think but, so too. Uh, yeah, I don't know. This doesn't change very much about Galio. It makes him slightly better. He's not going to be much better in solo queue. He's going to be better in pro play because they time out ultimates and understand cooldowns generally. So this yep. is going to be a little bit better. He'll maybe appear more at Worlds uh, before he probably wasn't going to appear very much. Yep. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think it's a small change. Nothing crazy. This also helps support Galio too, because support Galio is never going to hit level 16. Um, but this is all, so he's never going to get it down to 140 seconds, but it's still a buff of 20 seconds that he has it. And for support Galio, this is a much more core part of his kit. This and the W rather than any damage that's coming out. Like, yes, support Galio does some damage, but it's a lot more for protection for your allies. 
Yeah, I like support Galio, honestly, playing with support Galio. Yeah, I uh, I don't really play bot lane very much, um, except for like with friends and stuff. But when I do, none of them ever pick Galio, so I can't say what it's like to play with or against really support Galio because he's got such a low pick rate in both roles. Yeah, he really does. I wonder why his support isn't better because I I don't know. I think he's pretty good, but it might be just that when I play with a uh, Galio support, he's like that's what he plays. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, and I think also, like, his engage is pretty telegraphed since they changed his W flash interaction years ago. So enchanters can kind of stop, or anyone with disengage can stop him pretty easily. That's fair, yeah. Like, Lulu can just, you know, poly him. Exactly. Zyra throws down an E. Yeah. Something like that. So, okay. Uh, do you want to take Gangplank? Yeah, I'll take yeah. GP. Our cooldown decreased, and then so the upgrade on his R, um, two of them were um, changed. So his the slow death daughter got a slow increase, and then raised morale upgrade move speed increased. So overall, his cooldowns, um, his R going down by ten seconds at each rank, and then the. Um, Upgrade slow, going from 60% per second to 75% per second. And then the move speed upgrade going from 30% for 2 seconds to 40% for 2 seconds. So, I mean, I think this is just for probably just GP mains, but, like, I think he is... Their explanation is he's underperforming, but they can't really make his raw damage numbers any higher without making him feel like impossible to play against. So they're putting power into like things unique to GP, I guess, with his upgrades. Yeah, I I think that this is a pretty if they're if they're trying to buff Gangplank, which they I don't think they need to, Gangplank is already one of the best champions in the game if you know what you're doing. This this is the best way to go because like they said, they can't really buff his Q damage unless they buff it late but he still does a shitload of damage uh they can't buff his e that's the core and bread, or bread and butter of his kit and then you can't really buff his w either because then what do you do you make it so that it has a shorter cooldown that would be the only thing you could do because if you increase the heal then it just becomes too valuable because it's best i mean yes the heal is good but it's best as a cc total cleanse tool so i mean buffing his r is the best way to do it um, and the way that they did it, I think, is totally fine. I'll be honest, I didn't know that the... I knew that his he got upgrades to his ult, and I knew one of them increased the slow, and knew that another one changed like the way the cannonballs fall and do more damage. I didn't know that there's one to give more speed to allies that are in the area. I had no idea. I only knew that because of they play. I played with an Abraham a good bit. But I... I never know what to upgrade first i feel like with them i'm always like that's always the proverbial question when i'm like playing i'm like hmm. i feel like you always upgrade the one where you get more waves and then it does the true damage at the center with like a big cannonball that's what i always probably do, i would think probably or the slow the raise morale has got to be the last one yeah yeah that's how i've always done it yeah but yeah so, overall small like unique changes but i think good overall do you think he needed buffs? 
Um, I don't. I mean, I feel like I would have probably been changes to just other people before him, but I don't know. Agreed. That's just what I. That's just my opinion. But I, mean, I think he shouldn't be like super overperforming ever like that. Like he's so hard to play, but yeah, like you're saying, if you know how to play him, I mean, he's like. He's disgusting. He's insane. Yeah, he's so fucking difficult to play against. It, I honestly think so. Right now, his win rate's at forty nine percent, and his pick rate did jump up to six point six from like five, and his win rate uh, went up by point oh four. So people have been playing him more. I honestly think that forty nine percent is too high of a win rate for him to be balanced in air quotes. I'd say it's got to be somewhere around like forty seven or so. I'd say like forty seven and a half, maybe forty eight at the top. Yeah, I mean he's he definitely I he shouldn't be anywhere near fifty, that's for sure. Like he's one he's off so, fifty. He's it's, most, it's disgusting. Yeah, he's one of the most difficult champions to play. I think. I mean, so I would expect that. I don't. I thought I would have not probably done anything to him, but at least I I think this is a a small change just cooldown wise like you were saying they can't really touch anything else like otherwise he's just so like i feel like touchy as far as they make a small change to anything else and he's just like feels so oppressive to play against the only thing they could touch would be to increase the damage of his passive late that would be the only thing i could think that they could possibly do but yeah i mean overall i think it's fine it's yeah. Smaller. They they buffed him without impactfully buffing him. Right. He got the placebo buff that he deserved, basically. Yeah. There you go, GP. Hopefully, you can be happier in yep. the top lane. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully not. I might start. I'm not gonna ban him. Actually, I'm still nah. gonna keep banning Gragas. Fuck. I hate fucking hate Gragas right oh, now. Oh man, me too. Ugh. So God. gross. All right. So this next champion that's getting uh, changed is not. Gragas, but it is rather Jin. So Jin's our minimum physical damage has been increased. So it used to be 50, uh, 125, 200 plus 25% total AD. Now it is 64 plus one or 64, 154, 244 plus 25% total AD. So the ratio didn't change at all, just a little bit of base damage there. Um, and this ability does more damage based on the targets missing health as well. Um, Honestly, I, I I mean I think this is needed because his ultimate kind of felt like the weakest part of his yes. kit, in my opinion. Yes, dude, I could I can so Jin is I think he he's my most played ADC. He like I have for a while been like when I play Jin I old I'm like dude what is this It's like I just don't do any damage like I'll have like an item and a half man and I'm like fourth shotting someone who has like five percent hp and it's not leaving them at one hp so frustrating man so frustrating i can't tell you how many times that i've felt underwhelmed by gentle and it leaving just leaving people super low see, i'm like what is this but no i think yeah, this is me this totally is definitely i totally i think this was a good change 100 percent I definitely agree, and 
I will say I think they probably should have increased the total AD ratio as well. Maybe push it up to 30% or make it scale with level, make it 25, 27.5, 30% total AD. Because um, late game, he also doesn't feel great because you just put a tank in front of him and he's kind of crap. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just play Ramus and uh, doesn't matter how fit he is. Yep, or we know that Cassante will be all over the place at Worlds too. So people picking Jin is not like they're gonna have to make sure they don't into Cassante because there's nothing that Jin can do against that champion. Dude, Absolutely it doesn't matter. Nothing. It doesn't matter if you're fit as fuck as Jin. You have LDR. You sh- it still takes you twenty autos to kill that that guy. It's absurd. Yep. It's absolutely absurd. Yeah. Yep. I wish he was on the nerf list, but he's For not. Real. Yeah. Yep. All right. Do you want to take LeBlanc? Sure. LeBlanc attack speed ratio decreased. Her attack speed growth increased. AD growth decreased, mana growth decreased, mana regen growth decreased, W magic damage increased, then her E magic damage increased. So I feel like. Do you know why they're yes, doing this? Yes, I do. Because it, it, the AD, okay. split pushing AD, LeBlanc stuff. Yeah, oh my it's, gosh, the, dude, it's the static shiv into Triforce into, into some other split pushing yeah, stuff. Dude, yeah, I saw, I've seen that a little bit. I did, yeah. I mean, I think that this was all like overall the numbers are really small change, but uh, I mean that shouldn't have been a thing, right? So I think that's <laughs> that's probably a good idea. Yeah, and this doesn't. If you really want to play it, this doesn't totally eliminate it, but it does make it a lot worse. For I think the biggest one is like the mana growth and the mana region issues because you're quite often casting abilities and weaving lots of autos. I mean, you're primarily autos and weaving abilities there. So if you have a lot less mana and in the items that you're building for this split push build, you're not getting any mana out of any of those. Whereas if you go mage, you're getting mana and mana regen out of those things. Then you're actually you know, mitigating these uh, nerfs that are coming through. And also you don't care about the attack speed uh, changes at all, nor the AD changes at all. You just don't care as LeBlanc about any of that shit at all. Yeah. And the and those buffs that they did to the W and the E are fantastic for AP LeBlanc, and they do nothing for split push LeBlanc because they were ratio only, not base damage. It feels like this is like, alright, please stop playing AD, split pushing LeBlanc. Remember, she's supposed to build AP. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Someone told me that when we were playing yesterday, we were talking about it, and someone told me that uh, in Korea yesterday she had a above a one hundred percent ban rate. That's crazy. That's absolutely crazy. Yeah. That it can be that impressive. <laughs> I can see. Actually, I think it was. Uh, I can't remember who I saw playing. Uh, it was on their team, but they were playing against an Alawi, and apparently that's good against Alawi top, but. It just sounds super annoying in general, but yeah. I mean, I think the two lines in the explanation they did kind of did a good job of explaining it. Because, like, basically, yeah, we're saying. Very like, much so. She should, like, if she's having a mana less AD build as a top lane split pusher, like, she should have constraints on her mana. So, I mean, that just makes sense. Very much so. 
So hopefully we won't yep. have a 100% ban rate on LeBlanc, AD, LeBlanc, Tom. <laughs> yeah, I, I very much hope we won't. Uh, her ban rate has risen this patch, but I think it's just that more people are aware of these alternative builds. Her win rate is crap, though. It went down from 48.3 to 45.3. She dropped 3% from these, Dang. and with no discernible change in pick rate either. Okay, I mean... This is good, though. Yeah, like, okay I don't want to see LeBlanc. <laughs> okay I, I don't want to see her at Worlds either. Next patch, go ahead and buff it. Change whatever you want. That's fine. But I don't want to see her at Worlds because I think that she's fundamentally a pretty terrible champion for pro players to be picking. In solo queue, yeah, you can run over the game in solo queue. That's like, Nefiri is good in solo queue, but she'll be terrible in pros for the most part. Um, uh, is Nefiri enabled for Worlds? Do you know? I'm not sure, but I... I uh... I, really I, don't, don't I think she is. I, I don't see why not. Nefiri will be playable at Worlds. Okay. Yes, Nefiri is enabled. Briar is not, yeah. but Nefiri will okay. be. Okay. I mean, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. The. Uh, okay. Do you want to take Lee yeah, Sin then, sure. since uh, you, you play him more yeah. than I do? So, Lee Sin, of course, the classic is Worlds, you know. Let's get the pros to play Lee Sin at Worlds. So, he's getting his base armor. Increased his W lifesteal and spell vamp increased, and then his E magic damage increased. So base armor going from 34 to 36, and then his uh, the lifesteal and spell vamp components of the second cast of your W um, going from 5, it was 5, 10, and a half, 16, 21, and a half, 27. Now it's 10, 14, 18, 22, 26, so, um, definitely a nice buff at the beginning, I mean, it's double, I mean, they doubled it, I can't believe that, so I feel, and then his, uh, E, um, the magic damage, and the W is a one-point wonder as well, you're going Q, Max, into, or if you're going lane Lee, you're probably going E, Max, but it's E, and Q or Q and then E and then W last most likely. Yeah. And uh, his E the uh, magic damage got buffed. Um, well, it's, it says it got buffed, but, but the numbers don't say that. Well, so it's only late. Uh, so it's only at the second level or point you put into it. So it's wait no they changed it just in general. yeah. They just wait. It's going so down. They're, they're saying it's increased, but it's actually decreased. I wonder if they... So in the top yeah. where there's the summary, it says E-Magic Damage Increase. I, me, I wonder if they meant to say decreased there. Or but, if the numbers are messed uh, up. Yeah, I don't know. Or like they're yeah, backwards. I don't know. Let me, I'm, um, okay, so they meant to say E-Damage Decrease. Okay. If you read the blurb, read the last sentence there, it says... Uh, we're aware uh, also that some players have begun taking into solo lanes where he maxes E. Second, bringing up early Iron Will sustain will disproportionately help those lanes, so we're preemptively addressing that role with a nerf. So they don't want top lane lead to just take over worlds. Gotcha, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I think this is awesome. I mean, I love lane leads, and it did feel uh, underwhelming. Like, he felt really bad if you got behind or didn't get somebody get a win condition to get ahead, like solo carrying on Lee Sin yeah. stuff, I think. Um, 
So, I mean, I think these are definitely... I mean, you're spamming your W2 when you're playing them, so, I mean, this is a, a good lease and players going to get a lot of value out of this because that's a lot of extra life heal early as well, so... Yeah, it definitely um, is. And he, his as far as win rates go, he went up by like one and a half percent or a little over one percent actually while his pick rate went up six percent so he's being picked significantly more and winning more often uh so for the people that don't know how to play lee sin bringing down his win rate he's probably realistically if you know what you're doing at a 51 52 percent win rate right yeah. now, which is probably i mean it's the world's patch so we'll forgive it but he probably needs a nerf very soon then because he's too strong for the skill floor that is required to actually adequately play that champion. Yeah. Yeah, I saw when I was like looking at those numbers, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> they're, they're increasing his life skill by how much? Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. I, I definitely think he's going to be uh, obviously picked at Worlds a ton now. And then, I mean, I think he's going to be strong in the meta. Yep. Agreed. Uh, okay, next one is Lissandra. So I will take this. Lissandra is getting her W root duration increase. That's it. So the root duration with scaling with level, uh, ability level was 1.1 to 1.5. Now it is 1.25 to 1.65. So it's a 0.15 second increase. This doesn't really do very much at all. When is 0.15 seconds of CC before tenacity gonna make a difference whether or not the it's you're able to actually execute a successful trade or kill someone basically never this is placebo in my mind yeah i mean i feel like it's not going to be a discernible change by 99 percent of people yep and her and in 99.9 percent .9 of situations too her win rate and pick rates and stuff haven't changed at all so i think that we can close the book on the Lissandra change. Yeah. Um, I'll take the next one then, too. So Nunu, his nope. EAP ratio has increased. Um, I don't know why, but hit. so uh, there's two parts to Nunu's E. There's the actual snowballs that get thrown, and then if you hit someone with snowball, then they're susceptible to the, after the three bursts, they can get hit by that circle and then get rooted. Um, so the magic damage per hit on the snowballs that you throw base damage is the same the ap ratio went up from 10 percent to 15 percent and that's per individual snowball that you throw and i think they get thrown in bursts of like three so you're gonna be doing your this is eat per snowball hit and this is three bursts of three a total of nine snowballs potentially um the maximum total damage is uh up from so the base damage has not changed. The maximum total damage was 90% AP ratio, now up to 135% AP. This says, note, including the damage upon rooting an enemy, this totals to 215% AP ratio. That's insanity. I just feel like this is just like a wild shit, like meme change, man, honestly. Like, this just seems silly to me. Like... This does, but if you're not, th this is basically just a cleanup tool in AP Nunu, except for early game. If you don't hit the, kill them with the snowball or the chomp, and then especially not if you're, you're not able to get your R, then you throw your E down on them. For tank Nunu, this doesn't change anything because you're not getting that much AP. Uh, 
Tank Nunu is still probably by far the best way to play him. And he's in a pretty good spot in the meta too. So maybe we'll see some mid AP Nunu at Worlds. That's just like, I mean, that, this just, I can't believe that the, um, like total, the maximum total magic damage yeah. scaling is, is 135% now. Like that just seems crazy to me. Yeah. Yeah. His E felt like it did nothing, but like, I don't know. I mean, it got a CC too. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I I think AP Nunu is just like kind of a cheesy meme pick. Well, it can be, but it can in mid lane. It's legit. Oh yeah, in mid lane. Yeah, I can takes. Yeah, it absolutely oh, yeah. is. In jungle, probably not. I mean, you take a dark seal early and see if you can snowball. Not, but uh, <laughs> if it doesn't work after that, then you just hold on to your dark seal and go into more tank stuff. Yeah. But you think that AP ratio is high? Do you want to guess what the AP ratio if you fully charge his ultimate is? Is it two hundred? Oh my god, dude. That's fucking disgusting. And with a base damage of 625, 950, 1275. So level 16, 1275 if you have zero uh, AP at all. And then it's 300% of additional whatever AP you have. <laughs> that's that's crazy. I just think this line is so yeah. funny in the summary. They, the choice to buff Snowball Barrage here is to create some tension in AP News <laughs> combat. Like, what does that even mean? It makes sense what they're saying. I mean, they say they're, Nunu's ultimate and Snowball already deal a ton of damage, but AP Nunu should be more than a burst mage, requiring him to remain in close range to get maximum power out of buying AP should enrich gameplay for them and their opponents. Because AP Nunu, before, I mean, this doesn't change that much, but it still feels a bit that way when you're not, when your W's on cooldown and you don't have your R, you're not in a good position to use your R, then you're just kind of there. And you can't really do much with the other two abilities. Uh, you can throw out the E, but it also has a pretty big cooldown, so you kind of want to save it for when someone will be in range. Now, it incentivizes you to push forward and actually go into them a bit more, even if you don't have your W available. Because before, you want to back up and then launch your W when it's full, because that ratio is also insane. Uh, actually, it's not insane. What is the reduced Oh, reduced damage. Minimum magic damage... Uh, okay, it's hard to read this tooltip here and, quite, and find out what it all is, but needless to say, AP Nunu has some of the craziest AP ratios in the game, so if you enjoy putting up big numbers on the damage charts, even if you don't want to, even if the, you don't win the game, you'll still get there with AP Nunu. Yep, and you can queue a single minion and get back your entire HP bar. Uh, yes, you can. <laughs> so, uh, and additionally... The minion and monsters is what you heal the most off of. Against champions, you deal reduced damage and heal is reduced too. It should be the other way around, realistically. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, or minions should be reduced too. But yeah, the not the the non-champion heal is uh, plus ten percent bonus health, and there's a ninety percent AP ratio. <laughs> the champion damage has a sixty-five percent AP ratio and five percent bonus health, and then his the base champion heal is 54% AP. So it, your your lowest AP ratio in this entire kit is, I guess, a 30% on the minimum damage that your snowball will do. Yeah. That is, that is crazy. Yep. Okay, um, enough on Nunu. Do you want to take Pike? Sure. Uh, his health growth 
increased and his W cooldown decreased. So health growth going from 104 to 110. And then cooldown, his W is going down. Um, it's 12, it was 12 scaling to two, 10 seconds. Now it's 12 scaling to 8 seconds. Um, so, I mean, small cooldown change. I mean, overall small changes. I think that um, just an average play, I think he's like been a little lackluster uh, yeah, in terms of other options. I think there's just a lot of stuff that's much more reliable in terms of CC and then also like way tankier. They just offer more utility, like rail, blitz, I mean, Rakan, yeah. and like any of those, so. Or if you want to go a damage, like an AD damage support, pick Pantheon. It's more reliable, too. Yeah, I think Senna's pretty good right now, too. Like, um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, overall, I think small changes, but. It's the, I mean, the health growth one isn't, I mean, the numbers aren't that big, but it does matter yeah, it because does he cannot get health from any other source. Yeah. All additional health that he buys is converted to AD. So this is the only way he gets tankier via health. So this is important that they're doing yeah. that. Yeah, that is true. It is, yeah, I mean, six health growth. So that, that adds up for sure, yep. especially for him. But overall. His win rate hasn't changed really, nor is his pick yeah, rate. Yeah, like it's overall small change, I think. You want to see Rek'Sai? Uh, Rek'Sai. Yeah, I'll take over Rek'Sai here. So Rek'Sai, she is getting some changes. So her passive heal has been decreased while burrowed. Um, her Q damage has been decreased. Her W unburrow movement speed has been decreased. And her W unburrow base damage has been increased. So uh, when she's burrowed, she heals for... Um, she heals and consumes her fury that she has and that heal was 15 to 125 plus 2 to 12% max health uh, and that increases every 3 levels now it's a flat 10 plus 2 to 10% max health which increases each individual level okay um, her bonus Q or bonus physical damage on the Q uh, well you're is this a burrowed or unburrowed Q? It doesn't say. This looks like the unburrowed Q. Um, the bonus yeah, physical damage is. is okay. Uh, Thirty-five. Well, it was thirty-four to fifty percent total AD. Now it is thirty to fifty percent total AD. So an early nerf to this being your first max, or maybe it's not your first max. Um, her W burrow. Once you go underground, you get a burst of movement speed for a bit. Or just in general, actually. So the bonus movement speed was 15 to 30, levels 1, 6, uh, 11, 16, and now it is 5, 10, 15 at levels 1, 6, 11. So after level 11, she will no longer gain any additional movement speed by leveling up and getting an, another uh, tier there. But this is actually big because her tier 1, like level 1 when she would burrow, the movement speed that she would get, is now what she gets at level 11, and it's never better. So this is a huge nerf to that movement speed. Um, and then when she unburrows, the damage on that auto that she has when she unburrows uh, went up. The ratio did not change. So it was 50 to 110 plus 80% bonus AD. Now it is 50 to 190 plus 80% bonus AD. So it gains a decent amount of... Uh, 
base damage there, which is an incentive to... I mean, now you might actually have to be putting points into her W between those two changes there, rather than going E and then Q, or Q and then E. Um, I don't know. What do you think about these changes for Rek'Sai? I think that Rek'Sai has been pretty strong for a long time now. So I think these were needed. It looks like her win rate took a pretty... It went down about 4%, yeah. and she's been at 53% for Probably, the last yeah. four patches at least. Yeah. So I think that this was needed, but I don't know. I so mean, her skill order is Q, Q, E, W in terms of maxing. So this actually hurts a lot, these W yeah. changes that they had. Yeah, I think so too. I think W is probably the last max for sure now. Like, Definitely. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't think that... I definitely don't think she should have been at a 53% win rate. So, I mean, it looks like she got hit pretty hard, but... But she's still at a 49.5 and is a kind of unique champion in the way that she works with her yeah, vision cone being reduced. So I think, I think this fine. is probably balanced. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what I was getting at. Like, I think she is... Ultimately, this is probably where she should be. Like, she's a pretty unique niche character I, so I mean I I don't know she's pretty good I think that it's really easy to like you have to be good at the character to consistently win on her yeah cause she falls yeah, off hard true. so I don't know I, I, I agree I think this is probably around where she should be like 40 mm -hmm. somewhere in the 47 to 48 percent for the same reasons you were saying. Yeah. She's basically like, yeah, she needs to be down there around like a Nidalee and an Elise are like the, and Lisa and Gangplank, any of these that are either really hard snowballing early or very mechanically intensive should be generally lower unless you understand, because then you're rewarded for understanding how to exploit what they have on the table. But writ large, they're not an optimal pick. Yeah. Yep. I agree. So. Let's see. Wow, I said that very eloquently. Oh my gosh. Yeah, uh, anyways, Renekton, uh, super quick change here. His MR, his base MR is down by four. That's it. They're just trying to make him a little less safe into AP top laners, which are getting, which are pretty strong right now in Gwen, Kennen, and Rumble. Up, they want those in pro play, and also they want him to be weaker when they're flexing him into mid lane. Even though that's not said in the blurb, that's definitely also a motivation here. Yeah, I can see that for sure. I mean, yeah, overall small change, but yeah, I think that definitely you know when I see her neck in. No, I don't either. His win rate went down by almost a full percent, but he's if if he's not facing MR champions in top lane or just general in the game he is the exact same champion as he was before. There is no changes there. So That's true. if you're playing against a Renekton, you're more incentivized to play an AP champion yep. now. Okay. Uh, do you want to take Syndra? Sure. So Syndra's Q magic damage is getting increased. Um, looks like it's just uh, 5 at every level, so it was 70 scaling to 210 before, and now it's 75 scaling to 215. Um, small change. I mean, I think this is targeted pro. It's probably to get the Syndra... Um, 
pick rate up for, for Worlds, I would, I would imagine. Overall, I think mainly targeted pro, small change, but I think that at least they say here she's an iconic mid lane kick champion who has historically been stuck in pro jail. So, um, yep, I think that's a good good description of it. But yeah, I mean, she really isn't. She hasn't had too much presence. I feel like in general, both in solo queue. Yeah, agreed. Pro, so. And I think she's a fundamentally much better champion overall than she was before, uh, before her mini rework in twelve. They say patch twelve point nineteen. So um, at the end of last year, and so she's viable in pro and solo queue realistically all the time. Um, generally, I mean, it depends on the balance, but generally. And right now with this buff, I didn't expect this, but her win rate went up by a little over a percent. So she's almost at fifty one percent now. And her pick rate went up too. Yeah, I did. That would not have anticipated it increasing that much. Maybe like half a percent at most is what I was yeah. thinking. Yeah, that's crazy. How just a five flat damage change your level. Yeah, adds up for sure. Um, it definitely does. Uh, we got two more champion changes. So let's get through those before we hit items here. Uh, Twitch, our missile speed has been increased. It was 4,000. Now it's 5,000. I don't play Twitch at all. I haven't played them in years. So do you think that this matters at all? They say it's likely a quality of life change, but th does this? Does he need this? Does it feel like it is helpful at all? Um, I mean, I think, if anything, this will just help because it'll be just... I mean, it'll be harder to dodge, I think. Um, I don't know. I, sometimes, I feel like when you don't have a ton of attack speed, like, it just feels kind of, his R kind of does feel clunky, but I don't yeah. know. I mean, I, I feel like I'm pretty used to it, but, yeah, I mean, I, I could see that, I guess, but... I don't think overall this changes much, though. So really, when it comes down to I don't it, think like, it I feel either. like this is just a... Uh, it's not going to make a huge difference in 99% of situations, I think. But it is a nice quality of life change, I guess. So you won't miss some of your bolts on your R. Um, cause, yeah, it's like a placebo buff cute quality yeah, of life, realistically. So overall, I don't really think it does a whole lot. Do you think that Twitch is in a good spot in the meta, and do you think he'll show up in Worlds at all? In ADC or in support, um, realistically? He maybe, but I don't know. I just think that, like, think Ash, Ezreal, um, I think Vayne is pretty strong also. I don't know. It's I, I just feel like there's it's easy for especially in pro play I think to get something to kind of shut him down because I mean he's really low range and I don't know he he just I feel like he kind of has to like he you don't have as much of that like cheesy mid lane stuff that he does I guess coming from bot but maybe I don't know. Maybe someone will pull on Twitch, but I just, I think overall there's just better 
options in terms of more meta champions or more reliable. And also, if you're going to go... I definitely agree with what you're saying from my observation of when I play with and against Twitches. I also think that he's... Uh, if you're going to pair him with, like, if you want, like, an on-hit god with, like, Lulu, you're not going to pick Twitch. You're going to pick Kogma. You're going to pick Vayne. You're going to pick uh, Varus on-hit, realistically. And, I mean, if you want to have that option, you just pick Varus, Lulu, and then decide which route you want to go with Varus, because there's three viable routes that you can take him. Um, yeah, or what, if you want if you want a good partner for Yumi... Twitch is good, but he's not the best partner for Yumi, so that's not on the table realistically. Uh, you're just going to pick Zeri, and y Yumi is the best combo. But if they pick away, if you pick Yumi on B1 and then they pick Zeri, then I guess you could go with Twitch as a response. I have no idea what the Twitch into Zeri matchup is, but I'm just trying to game out the different ways in which we might see Twitch. I know that in LCK, I want to say this summer, it might have been in the spring, Caria did play a game of Twitch support. He did; They did lose on it, but he did play it, so it did show up, at least, in a major region. I think, and also to your point, I think that Twitch actually is pretty good against Zeri. Okay. Um, like, he can just kind of pop out of nowhere and he'll especially I mean even with lethal tempo I mean I think he still gets off it's hard to out trade that 1v1 twitch versus Zeri I think like unless you're just super ahead but yeah I mean like you're saying I think Varus is a safer longer range option it doesn't feel as punishing to play early Ezreal, I think, is going to be picked a lot. Ash, I think, is going to get picked a lot. Draven will get picked yeah, a Draven. lot. Samira will get picked yep, some, I think. I think, I think we'll see some Neela as yep. well, situationally. Yep. I think all those are just... I don't know, has have Pro been playing the card this spot? I mean, he's still pretty... I know that's still pretty good. I mean... I don't think so. I haven't seen it any I haven't seen like any chatter around it nor have I seen it in any games that I've watched. It could happen. I think more realistically it would be a Seraphine Sona yeah. or like a mage with a Senna build would be more likely. I've seen Ziggs. Ziggs has shown up. Ziggs, so Ziggs yeah. is very much on the cards. Yeah. I think Ziggs is actually, yeah. I think Ziggs Seraphine like you're saying, but maybe we'll see Twitch it or else. I don't know if he's strong enough to to guarantee that though yeah i think this might be one of the few champions that doesn't make an appearance if i had to be a, if i'm a betting man that's what i would yeah. bet on I, I would agree yeah. Okay, well, we were just talking about her. So Zeri is getting a base movement speed nerf of 5, and this is exclusively for pro play, because yeah. in general, I don't think she's that good right now. Like, do you think that this... What do you think? Oh my no. god, she's actually statistically the worst yeah, she's terrible. after this yeah. change. She's pretty bad. I think it was not She's, like, sitting at 46 and a half. She's 45 oh and my a half. Gosh. And last patch... She, so with just this change... Her win rate went down from 48.4 to 45.5, and her pick rate decreased. OP, man. She is <laughs> garbage right now. Yeah, I'm totally okay with that, though. Same. I hate Same. facing her. I, it's just, 
and every time I play against it too, man, it's twi- it's Zeri Yumi, man. Every single time, it's so annoying to play against. But yep, I'm totally okay yeah. with this. Mainly, what I think, I think a nerf. So I get, yeah. So before we move on to the items, are there any champions that you think should have been nerfed to that'll be that? Uh, deserve to be given the pro context. I mean, we could solo queue is a different question, but this is mainly a pro patch. So, anyone that you think should have been nerfed or buffed that isn't on here? I feel like Kha'Zix probably should have been nerfed. Oh, maybe. He was nerfed last patch, yeah. wasn't he? I think he's still like insanely strong, though. Um, I don't know. I mean, I think J4 is okay now. I think he's still slightly strong. But yeah, they nerfed him already. I don't know, man. I don't know what they need to do to Kha'Zix. I think a Kaisa nerf. I think a Kaisa nerf should have come in again. Really? I mean, I don't think she's very good. Like she's fine, but the problem is most pro games are going where she gets to three items. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's what I would say. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, and she's been strong for a long I think, time. Uh, I think. I don't know. I feel like Kha'Zix has just been strong forever. Like it literally feels like the last five to six patches, he's just been like top five jungler. And he's so yep, very true. He's pretty he's, simple to play. Assassin. Like He is pretty so simple. I, don't, I, don't I think in pro he's a lot worse. Yeah, though. I guess so. I can see that. But I think Rel needed yeah, a nerf, a specifically one. Rel Jungle. That's a good one, yeah. Um, um hmm. probably a Yumi nerf just <laughs> yeah, because no one well. likes yeah, it. Like, please don't play this character in worlds <laughs> every single game. Um Yeah. I don't think Yasuo Yone needed any changes. The Wind Brothers seem fine. Kasante probably, I think, actually, now that we're talking about it again, another nerf he should have so, gotten. I know he's played sometimes in pro, but I feel like Nocturne's really strong. Like, right now. Really? Yeah, I think so. I mean, he is the st- statistically the second best jungler on this patch. I think he is good as well. Um, and... The, but the only people that I ever see... I see owner playing him, but that's it. I don't ever see it being picked in by anyone yeah. else. I feel like I... When he's really strong, like you see him in lane too, which is pretty... Uh, like in top. He might be pretty good into Cassante top, yeah, actually. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, I don't know, man. Every time I either play or play against this champion, it's just like you can't ever 1v1 him. At any point in the game, nope. he his clear is pretty good and healthy. His R, you can go directly on someone from three screens away. Like he's like, yeah. I don't know, man. He seems su- like to me, he seems pretty strong. I just think he's not super popular. He's got a seven percent. I think maybe now. I, I, mean, I don't know, but. It seemed like in yeah. General, I've been the only. I haven't played against him in. And he I never don't gets know, banned. Six months. Never, never gets, banned. gets banned. I ba- never play against him, and I play him every once in a while. It sounds like you do yeah. too, and it's usually like at least you're. Maybe you don't win the game, but it's not usually that you're getting yeah, demolished like, as Nocturne. Hardly I feel like ever. Every time I play Nocturne, you just have a bunch of kills, no, no matter what. I mean, his ultimate is so good. Um, yeah, I can't remember last time I. Well, I definitely remember watching him in pro. I can't remember whether it was top or jungle, but the way they use him... He's been in LCK in playoffs. They played him in uh, owner play. Yeah, the way they play so, him is pretty insane. How they use his uh, like uh, 
like the blindness on his arm, paranoia. Yeah. But that would be one that I would say. But as far as okay. The- Only other one is I'd advocate for uh, maybe a Swain buff because Swain is really fun to see in pros. No uh, bias, and he's fine. <laughs> I haven't played Swain that much lately, but I don't think he feels that. I think he feels pretty balanced. Yeah, I so if they, he yeah, he's, okay. I think he's pretty balanced. Statistically, he feels okay. Actually, in mid lane, he's barely ever picked, but apparently, he's the best mid laner. Um, in support was where he's mostly played. He's fine at best. He's the best mid laner. Wait, what? Really? Yeah, it's number Damn. one. He has one percent pick rate, so he's not picked very much. But he does have a fifty three point five percent win rate. What? Yeah. I have to play some Swain in. Sounds fun. He yeah. is pretty fun. Maybe another Tristana nerf should have come yeah, through. Yeah. I could I agree with that. I I think that would be a good one. But I would do that before the AP Nunu. But that's just me. Agreed. Or before a lot of the changes on this list, realistically. Yeah. I used to think the AP Nunu yep. one's funny. I'm playing AP Nunu for sure soon. <laughs> <laughs> I might try it tonight after I'm done with yeah. the cleaning. Sounds fun. Yep. Okay, so we have three items that are getting changed, and then we're done with this patch. So, well, there's some bug fixes that I flagged, but after that. So Randuin's Omen is going down in cost by 300 gold. No change to build recipe, no change to stats at all, just more gold efficient. Um, this item feels, it felt kind of crap. It generally felt better to just build Frozen Heart or Anathemas on the target or Thorn Mail. Uh, or the combo of those and not spec into Randuin's. Um, this makes it a lot cheaper, though, now. So do you think that this is getting closer to being what it's supposed to I be? I think it's a good step in the right direction. I think people kind of like, like you were saying, more often than not, it was better to opt into like Frozen Horde or something else rather than Randuin's. Just because, um, I mean, it is expensive. Especially as like a tank item, so I mean, it's the abyssal mask of armor. They're both not very good, and they provide very niche exactly. stats, which are just not used yeah, very much. I think that in the right situations, though, oh my gosh, dude! Like, especially with this being twenty seven hundred now, like, if I think when you're playing a crit character. And you're playing against someone who has this item, it feels so fucking bad to play against. Like, if yeah, it, it, it definitely uh, you, does. I feel like it's very, like, you can feel it, really, when you, when they base by that, and then next time you fight them, it's like, they're just ungodly tanky. You just don't do any damage to them, it feels like. So, I think it yeah, might and, be, for how cheap it is now, it might be too good maybe but it's hard well, it's to still say. only situational yeah. like you're not gonna you're not gonna build this if they have that's if they have on hit it's not the default non yeah it's not gonna be the default option. no it's not at all but, this is this is what you spec into if you're facing like a Jin or a trinomir yeah. or other characters that Draven. are building or if you're playing against the bow the bouse's lethality scion where he builds full crit then that's it but yeah, it's this is not uh, this is still only situational. It's just a lot better in those situations, yeah. and maybe you're gonna actually pick it in the situations when it should have been. Yeah, before. and you'll get it a little sooner. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I think people like this is just. Never... I think it still needs a stat increase, though. Personally, yeah. I don't know what what are the stats. So I, mean, 
I think it gives... Well, so I don't know. It gives health armor and... Like I want to say, you get twenty percent reduced damage from crit from this crits. Is, yeah, four hundred um, health, yeah, go sixty ahead. armor, and then let's see. I don't know what this is. I mean, I'm on the wiki, but the wiki's up to date on this patch. Already. Okay, uh, reduces incoming damage from crit strikes by twenty five percent. Okay, I would say buff that up to thirty percent. Okay. Or, th- or maybe 35 even. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I Like you're saying, it's not a buy every single game item, but yeah, I think people kind of forgot about that item, and it's um, just very niche. So, What I would say they could actually do if they want to make it more fundamentally what it's supposed to be for, remove the active and juice up the stats. Yeah. The active is so useless. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I agree. It basically makes it harder to use as well. Um, I, like, I just don't understand why that active is even on there, right? Like, just, I feel like for what the item is, like, trying to do, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense that it does that. I mean, it's nice, but, yeah, like you are saying, I think that it would also be more straightforward to use if they just remove the active beef the stats a little bit like yep i also as a zoe player would like to not get this pop off of minions please <laughs> this useless act not fun <laughs> basically it's just okay there's a movement speed burst that i now get that's all that it's for for that and the little bubbles that float around do some damage yeah yeah but all right, so that's Randuin's. Seeker's Arm Guard is the next one. It's getting five extra armor flat. This very much needed it because Seeker's has been terrible for quite a while. The o- I mean, it used to be too good, and then they made it too bad, and it's been too bad for too long. So now it's probably fine at best, and you're going to build it if you're playing a mage into a hard AD matchup that you need the defense early. So what, if you're facing a Talon in mid and you're playing Fizz, you might get it if you're, or a Kassadin or something, you're facing, uh, I don't know, what else are you facing mid? Akshan, this would be pretty good against. There's other things like that. But yeah, this is now maybe something that you could actually purchase and just sit on it rather than being the last thing you buy before Zanya's. Yeah, I I think that's just a good summary. I mean, it's, it really just didn't make a lot of sense to buy it, especially first, like, I mean, you're not gonna, and then even second. I mean, it's just like it doesn't feel good to build, and it doesn't feel good to sit on as a component either. So I think this is, I think this is probably a good idea. It's a good change because yeah, then it actually so rewards you with... for like if you want to get some early armor, and it would actually be worth it. Yeah, and uh, so now. It's actually gold efficient to buy. It's stats gold efficient are, bu- are efficient to buy even without getting any points into it, whereas before it was not. Um, now, once you stack it, it's actually quite gold efficient. So this is actually, I think, a, a, so- a, a I mean, solid for situations when you want it now. Yeah, I think so. And, and it's still far more efficient than Verdant Barrier, which is still crap, the, the MR version yeah. of this. That's garbage. Oh my yeah. god. Okay. Um, last one is Static Shiv is getting touched yet again. Uh, so they're just changing the damage to minions. It is now 
Um, it was 200 damage to minions, now it's 150. So this is, again, a pro play thing, but this is getting hit once again. This item almost feels like it's too problematic in the state it's in, and they need to just remove it in preseason. Yeah, welcome to this patch where we're changing statues again for the 20th time. Yeah, I mean... I don't even know who to build it on or if to build it anymore, realistically. It feels like, that, like I mean, I, I obviously don't know this, but it just feels like after the fact now, they're like, man, why did we make this item? <laughs> this has been yeah. so hard to deal with, man. Like, I I definitely under, like, like the idea, but man, who would have ever thought that this item would be as problematic as it is? I mean, it's... I didn't yeah. at all. No it's one crazy. really... I mean, some people figured out that you should build it on AP champions, and then it ran from there, and has been so problematic. Yeah, that's just like the crazy unforeseen league stuff, you know? Like the un... Yeah. Um, the things that they just like did not even realize would be an issue or account for as far as like... I mean, who would have ever thought that, right? Like, I'm sure it was maybe on the radar, like some, because I mean they were aware of like hybrid builds and stuff like that. But I mean, who ever thought we would have split pushing AD LeBlanc? You know, <laughs> with Static Shiv. I mean, what a what a wild. This world was to live in. so if stat if that LeBlanc build was floating around now, it would have been so much better. So here's the list of nerfs that Static has gotten. So it came out in 1310. It was nerfed in 1311. Uh. Actually, it was buffed in 13.11, and then nerfed in 12, 13, 14 was a buff and a nerf, so it was an adjustment. 17, it was nerf. 18, it was modified, and then 19, it's been nerfed. It's been changed almost every patch since it came out. So they've changed the minion damage down. It, you, so now this patch, 150, it's to 150 from 200. Last patch, they increased the AD by 5 but they capped the minion damage at 200. It used to be 250 to 350, two pat like last patch. Then in 13-17, they, they uh, have the AP ratio. In 14, they increased the attack speed, but reduced the minion damage again. It used to be 250 to 450. Now it's 150 all the time. So it's a third of what it was uh, a month and a half ago, two months ago. Then in 13.13, they reduced the AP ratio again from 50% to 30%, and the damage against minions no longer scales with 125% AP. And then in 13.12, the damage, the base damage against non-monsters, or non-minions, was dropped by 10 at all ranks based on level. Like, think it, like listen to that. This item has been gutted from what it was, and it was disgusting then when it came out quite obviously yeah i just can't even imagine at this point it's like probably the like running joke there where they're like fuck what do we do about this item yeah but yeah, 100%. But yeah i mean so okay um that's it for changes there's Briar got heavily buffed in ARAM because she's the worst champion in ARAM by far. <laughs> Just ever uh, in ARAM. It was, like a, it was it so was really bad. bad. It was like she 30, had like a 38% win yeah. yeah, rate. Dude, I feel like when I'm, And the next was like in the mid-40s was yeah, the next one. Just abysmal, man. Just terrible. Yep. 
they also made some changes to behavioral systems, so now people can receive bans from that won't affect their normal stuff, but they can be barred from playing ranked for five games, and then you just need to play a non-ranked game mode to get rid of those. There's also been some changes to pings, so the uh, the bait ping is gone now because of the toxic way in which the player base was using it. Um, or maybe that's not gone on this one. It might be gone soon, but that is, uh, that's work in progress. That's almost nearing completion where they're changing that one or removing it altogether. They're, the reason they're getting that if people don't haven't caught on is people are using that as like a go kill yourself, then go hang yourself. That's what it's being used as. So... Uh, when people are using it improperly. So it's good that they're addressing that. They're also changing uh, the way that your team sees pings when you ping some of them. So if you ping like an ally's uh, ultimate or their item or their ability or their trinket or their level, no one else will see that but yourself. Um, as opposed to spam pinging that your jungler is two levels down against the other one and spam pinging that like jungle diff. That happens quite often, actually. I see it. Uh, things like that. Those will now, those pings will still go through. It's just you're the only one that's going to see them. So they're actually still useful to see if you're trying to time out how long someone, you know, the top laner has till their, te till their teleport or someone on an, uh, someone's waiting for their Gale Force cooldown or an ultimate ability. Those are still helpful to know but it's now just going to go to use. So I feel a lot more comfortable pinging them now. The only teams that have not, the only these pings have not been changed and will still be displayed to your entire team. It's pinging your own information. So pinging your own level, your XP, your cooldowns of any sort, pinging neutral and enemy information in the scoreboard, and then pinging your own character portrait prints out that value for your team. So if you just literally ping yourself it would say just you know this person is alive That's i it. didn't see this like i think this is a legitimately great change i like it in uh, the way that i like the idea of it i think that you shouldn't be able to spam ping these i think ping it once if you ping it more than once then it's blocked is what i would say because uh you can alert your whole team to the cooldown of someone else's ultimate if they're not that vocal in the game or they're not like other people. It gives them another way to pay attention. Like, hey, don't fight. Galio ultimate is down, is yeah. down for 50 more seconds. I, I guess, yeah, no. Now you can't do that unless you then type it out. But a lot of people have chat blocked, but allow Yeah, so I guess specifically I meant like for the, uh, like being able to ping their portrait and like whether they're alive or uh like their death timer because i feel like that is like especially the death timer can like pretty much only be used like talk toxic way i feel like like you're not really that doesn't give your team any information yeah that one's I mean? fair like nor does the level yeah. at all or their runes yeah. um summoner spell though and ultimate that i definitely could see that like you were saying like it is nice if they're not someone who is like doing that you know not actively pinging those things like if it's important um yeah i ping those in games yeah, all the it's time not in a toxic and i'm not way. doing it yeah, in a exactly. toxic way like, i mean it's just like making sure you're on the same page this is the plan like it's just an easy way to do it but yeah i think Agreed. maybe they should i don't know maybe they should rule back that part of it i guess in my opinion but i think it's like those two specific ones. The rest of them, yeah. leave them alone. Yeah, I think so. I think that's good. But yeah, I think overall the uh, 
just those two should be major rolled back, but other than that, yep. Big big change. Yep. Um, okay, so I flagged some bug fixes that I think were important. So there's quite a few of these. So um, fix three bugs with first strike. So before it was not granting gold for abilities that had killed a target. It was not granting gold for damage dealt to enemy shields. And it was also not granting gold for damage dealt right before the effect ended. Uh, and now all of those are fixed, which is good. Um, fixed a bug where self-casting abilities like Lulu's shield near one of Nefiri's packmates would grant the shield to Nefiri instead. That one is fucked up that that was in the game at all. Uh, yeah. And I'm glad that one's fixed. That could be so influential. Yeah, it's super annoying. There's another couple of big ones here. Fixed a bug that caused Nefiri's packmates to ignore CC. That's huge. And then fixed a bug that caused Nico's ultimate ability visual to be visible from the fog of war. That's a big deal too. Uh, and that one's a pro one. That's also going to matter there. The rest of these might not matter as much for those. But then the big two that I saw here are fixed a bug that caused Ivern's E to not apply the second shield if he had Moonstone. So now Ivern still has the Moonstone bug. Which, uh, for anyone that doesn't know the Moonstone bug, let's say that I have Moonstone and I'm going to shield someone for 100. Um, it's then going to chain to an ally for 45 next to them. That The first ally is not getting 100 shield. They're currently getting 145, and the ally next to them is getting 45. So it's actually bugged in the way that it's working, and Moonstone is overpowered. That works for heals and shields right now. That has not been fixed for quite a while. So now this Ivern is buying Moonstone basically every game, and then now his E is actually working properly with it. This is a huge Ivern buff there. I, mean, I guess not huge, it's a decent-sized Ivern buff. Um, lastly, fix a bug in which Orn's passive was not giving his bonus stats the 4% increase when he upgraded mythic items into Masterwork. That's the whole point of what the changed <laughs> yeah, his passive like, was what? not working. So he just couldn't use it properly. <laughs> exactly. Like, the allies would still get the masterwork, but he wouldn't get any of the bonus stats from that. I need to see if this changed his... Uh, that, yeah, that's so, uh, that's so unfortunate that it was like that. Okay, so it's not changing that much. It did go up by 0.3% with a stable pick rate, but this has got to be a big deal in pro play. Like, Orn is already situationally popping up. If they don't read this and realize, like, Orn just got... Late game, 16% tankier. I don't know, man. That's that's a huge change. Yeah, I think that's wild that that was a thing. Also, yep. the... Uh, uh, what was I looking at? It was just, Were you looking at the Karthus one? Yeah, yeah. That, that just is funny to me. That... Uh, the bug, yeah. it caused uh, Karth's passive form to deal damage to allied teammates when he was slain by Briar in a berserk state. Just like, I can't imagine, like, someone's just, like, super low, you're you see super low, and then Karthus gets slain by Briar, and then you just die to your own teammate, and you're like, what, what just happened? Like, what does it even say in the death recap there? <laughs> like... Uh, it would probably be attributed to Briar, is yeah. my guess. Or is Briar in so when she you when she's in her ultimate or like the W trance, is she berserked or is it something else? Because berserk is the CC that Renata's ultimate applies. Oh, it's berserk. 
You're Berserk, yeah. Okay, so it's either one yeah, of those. Yeah, it feels okay. kind of heavy player. I've played her in practice tool and against like some computers just to understand how her gotcha. tool worked. Like, I don't know. Her, it's, her W's kind of weird. It's Doesn't, very weird. I don't know, man. I don't, I don't like either. it. I personally don't like I don't playing either. it. And I feel like you can't buffer her Q with like flash either, so it like that just feels so bad in my opinion. But you also, I don't think you can buffer her E with flash. No, either. I don't think so. But and it just takes too long for her E to get the. I mean, you, you want to do the full charge on it, you know? And it's it's. I don't know. That's a tangent, but yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. Um, these skins are not my favorite coming out, but I'm also not a big Halloween person. So, yeah. And these are these are more aimed at like Dia de los Muertos, Day of the Dead, uh, in Latin American and Mexican culture. Yep. So I'm, I like that they're expanding the cultural uh, like horizons of this. I just don't like the way that these skins look. Yeah, personally. I'm not. Other than the Ziggs one, the Ziggs one looks sweet. I'm not. Yeah, in general, not a huge fan of the splash arts for most of them. I think it's a little strange to me that Renata is getting a prestige skin, but hey, whatever. Yeah, this these skins almost feel like they're taking like uh, Day of the Dead and mashing it with the Warring Kingdoms of the East. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Cause that I, I don't know, the Middle one looks like that kind of the Draven one. The Nar one definitely yeah. does. I like when I first glanced at these, like. I mean, I, I looked at it really fast. I didn't, you know, look at it too closely. But I was like, this don't look too, ha like, Halloween. Isn't this supposed to be the Halloween patch? Like, it just didn't seem very Halloween to me, but... Yeah. Maybe not, but I think that these are priming out for Halloween is what they're gearing yeah, them up for. So, but I haven't seen any of them in-game either, but I'll take a look at some of them. The Keanu one looks pretty cool. Keanu one does look cool, and the chromas make it look fantastic, yeah, too. So I'll definitely still look at them and see if that... I want to take a look yeah. at the Draven one, see what that looks like. The Draven one, what does that one look like? Okay, it, I don't know how the abilities look, but like it looks pretty cool the way he's standing there. Wait, oh, yeah, yeah, let's see. Yeah, you can see right. it below the skins, you can actually see what they yeah. look like. It looks alright. I I don't know. These skins look a lot better than their splash yeah. arts. Their splash arts are a lot do, are not doing yeah. this justice, except for the Nidalee one. I think Nidalee looks awful. Let me see the Nidalee one. Yeah. I think the the Nar one is pretty sick, honestly. It looks a lot cooler here. Yeah. In the splash art, it looks dude, awful. The Nidalee one is kind of meh, dude. I I don't like it. It's I don't pretty like meh. it. Personally. I like Warring Kingdoms better than that one. Yeah, there's a lot. Nidalee has a lot of skins, and most all of them are better than that one, I think. I think the Renata one's pretty good. But... It is. I definitely agree. And the. I guess we can't see the prestige the splash one art for sick. it. The Ziggs one's very cool. And the splash art for that one is good, too. So that one was nailed, yeah. I think. I like the Chromas, like you were saying on the, uh, the Kiana one, too. Yeah, on all of these, them. these all the Kiana Kiana looks great with yeah. chromas all over the like all of her skins do. These are also sweet. Yeah, though. they do look sick. Yep. 
Okay, well, we've been going for an hour and a half. I'll call it here so I can get back to my cleaning and you can probably go to bed. Um, so, yeah, this is... Uh, we just finished patch 13.19, episode 825 of the podcast. Um, please join us on Tuesday night starting at 7.15 Eastern for Community Nights. And uh, those usually run for several hours and they're a lot of fun. So please join us for those. If you want to support us, we have a Patreon and you can go check out the various different benefits that we provide at different tiers. So go check those out if you like the content that we produce. Um, lastly, if you have any feedback for us, please leave it. Uh, yeah, we'll send it to our email at questions at trinityforcepodcast.com. And you can also leave that uh, in our Discord at the feedback subthread in our Discord server. Um, our Discord server is also on our website, too. So with that, this has once again been episode 825. Thank you all for tuning in, and we will see you next Bye. time. Thanks for listening to our product and being a member of the Trinity Force Network community. If you have a moment, please head over to iTunes and give your favorite show a comment and a rating. If you're so inclined, you can check out all of the other great shows in the network. We've got a wide variety of content from League of Legends to general gaming and role-playing podcasts. If you'd like to follow us on social media, we can be found in Twitter, Facebook, and Reddit under T-Force Network. We've also got a Patreon under that name where you can support your favorite shows with a small donation each month. Thanks again for listening, and we hope you continue to enjoy all of the podcasts, videos, and the community that we provided. 